I tell you what, uh, Rebecca Black came out at the same time as, as, as the person that Tori loves, and I confused them for a while, and, and I apologize. Who do I love? What? Uh, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. They are not, you, they're not. They came out at the same time, and for no. a while. No, Call Me Baby and Friday were like the same. What? Call Me Maybe and, and, and Friday this were like the untrue. same. This is true. No. No, I think they're pretty much in the same year-ish. Got my down on Friday. Weekend, weekend. I'm singing the Colbert uh, Jimmy Fallon version, which is the video that never, ever fails to cheer me up. It's like my favorite YouTube video. Aww. And now I'm finding out that it's basically um, a meme and not making fun of an actual hit song. <laughs> it's just joining the fucking band, <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, making fun of a child. Right. Well, they had the guy from uh, 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 pff, fucking American Idol, so it was worth it. Which one? Ryan Seacrest? No, uh, the singer. Uh, he's not Taylor Swift, but <laughs> his name reminds me of Taylor Swift. <laughs> God, Taylor, Taylor Sheridan. Mm. He's the guy that did the harmonica with the gray hair who was still like 25. But had that guy? He was only twenty five. He was super young. I don't know how, but he he wasn't old enough to have like gray hair. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Oh man, that's dating it too. Mm-hmm. What was that guy's name? I don't know. Uh, I remember that he Hicks, existed. Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks. That's why I was confusing oh. with Taylor Swift. Taylor Hicks. He does seem like a Taylor Sheridan character. Mm. <laughs> no. All of this is staying in the episode. Good. Is uh, it Taylor Sheridan or Tyler Sheridan? Taylor. Taylor, yeah. Okay, good. So I just It's a it. real, like, something else, that Taylor Sheridan. His his work fascinates me, and yet I, I it's toxic, I think. You know it would be really weird? If Ty Sheridan oh, starred in a Taylor, Taylor Sheridan. Sheridan. Yeah. Because, like, he wouldn't fit. <laughs> it would just become this, like... <laughs> I was like, I feel like it would be, like, opposites attracting, but, like, just a, just a complete disaster. Like, some sort of black <laughs> hole would form. Of, like, just bad ideas and not being appropriate. I don't know. Speaking of bad ideas not being appropriate... Welcome to Pajama. <laughs> uh, unless we had something else to talk about. Uh, the Pajama Television Podcast. I'm Pajama Comedy Editor Dan Hamamura. With me as always are Pajama Managing Editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And the uh, creator of uh, the holiday known as Sethmas. <laughs> so Merry Sethmas, everyone. Dustin Rolls. <laughs> oh, that's... that's, that's... Uh, producer Seth, uh, yeah, in my house, uh, we just celebrated the eight days of Hanukkah. Hanukkah is finally over, uh, but uh, we still do Christmas, but since we give out all the presents at home, 
to the kids ourselves, Christmas, the biggest gifts usually come from Seth, so it's called Sethmas. Shouldn't it be Love Spackleness? Nay, I don't think that the kids <laughs> want to hear that. Yeah, I don't well, think nobody wants, wants to hear that. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, were we actually okay to start the show? Because we can redo the. No, 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 that sounds right. good. I think it's okay. fine. I really think maybe in, you should just keep kind of like jumping in with it like just surprise us oh, catch us off guard so like we're just, just in the start... middle of talking and you're just yeah. like and welcome to pod jiva <laughs> i mean that might be our new thing maybe that's right. our thing for right, 2022 that'd um, be awesome uh a lot of a lot of tv did we okay so i don't remember already if we said we were going to have a special guest this week again we did uh, last week we I did so. okay fairly so uh, due to circumstances beyond our control, <laughs> Thor Banander will not be joining us tonight, which is definitely not because he forgot. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to you next time, Thor. But thanks for being on last week. And, uh, you know. We still have not recorded the one thing that we were supposed to record yeah, with him. And so that's... even though he came on the show, <laughs> him bailing on us today makes it the second time he's bailed. We yeah. jinxed it by it. alluding to the upcoming yeah. episode we would record. Yeah. That means technically we have now tried to record this special episode, which we're now not recording, three times, I think. <laughs> yes. I think there's a third time we've tried and we've failed. We've tried, but, yes. Uh, you know, we'll get to it eventually. Um, anyway. Maybe. Uh, uh, lots of, well, that's a good segue, Dustin, into what everyone's drinking. So why don't you start since you just opened oh, something? Sorry. You know what? And this is weird and don't, don't mock me. Well, but I, I felt like promise. something super basic this weekend. I just had a weird craving for Green Street, uh, Green State Lager, and I and I. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Wait! 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 Can you uh, can you say that again? I had a I had a craving for something basic. Uh no 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 not that part. <laughs> so I got some Green Street Lager. It's Green Steak. Green Steak. Fucking Sorry. say it right. <laughs> All I'm hearing is that Dustin wanted Green State Lager. I yes, did. He did. I, it was a weird thing. I saw it, and I, I was like, I gotta have it. Dan, he craved it. <laughs> I yeah, did. That's it what was I heard. just he had a he had a hunger. He had a <laughs> thirst, and it couldn't be quenched with anything that wasn't Green State Lager. <laughs> a spectrum original beers. <laughs> Well, that just means that it's amazing. And, yeah, it's great. And fun for the whole family. A quality, quality product <laughs> with great customer service. Actually. The best part of that is that none of this is an actual ad. Tori is just, just a fan of Green State Lager. Just, just angry. It's just, there's been a lot about this and just any sense of victory from Dustin's Corner. It just really pleases me. Um, also, I, I feel like we need to take a moment to uh, acknowledge the fact that we can all hear Dustin really well right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Possibly too talking. well. <laughs> After uh, more than two years and 100-something episodes, Dustin finally has a uh, podcast nook, That's I right. believe was how he described it. And uh, how's it feel, Dustin? It, uh, it's awkward, and I, uh, I feel my, my arms move a lot. Like when you're giving a speech and you're really nervous, so I'm doing a lot of hand motions. Uh huh. I've got to get used to it. It's it's weird because I'm usually just relaxing in like a recliner chair. I and mean, maybe that's the problem. Right. 
could you somehow bring a recliner over to your mostly the big thing is just not to have the microphone on whatever you're sitting <laughs> right. on and or on your person like right. don't just sure. put it on you <laughs> maybe you could combine <laughs> i was thinking about sending you one of those tv trays you know where you like oh, you right. can recline mm-hmm. but then you just like slide it over you yeah. This would be nice, yeah. Yeah, you cool. just put the microphone on that. <laughs> I was going to send you a new microphone and then realize that you actually have a microphone that's perfectly capable of recording quality audio. And just it was just the setup and the furniture. Apologies. You have a better microphone than me, for sure. And you might have a newer model. It's the model. same one. That, it is the that, same one? Well, it's at least the same uh, design. I don't know if it's a newer model. Oh. But, like, he, he basically has comparable, if not the better microphone out of all of us. And has right. for quite a while. Right. Because yeah. I was trying to fix the sound problem. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out the sound problem was you all yep, along. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, now that we've got that sorted, we'll be able to hear all kinds of things on your end that we weren't aware of because of all the rattling oh and shifting. <laughs> Penny's going to be so loud now. Well, yes. Oh, and the train. Are you in a, no. in a room that will catch the train? Oh, yeah. I'm actually a little further away from the train, so maybe not. Well, that seems like a mistake. Probably. Yeah. Can you go outside? Well, no. <laughs> Can you set up your nook in, like, a <laughs> tent outdoors? It's cold. I live in Maine. Well, I mean, you know art suffering that's right yeah okay what are you guys drinking uh i made a mistake (laughs) oh no so you got the breakfast beer again no shut up (laughs) um so i pride myself on rarely making the same mistake twice uh no i'm i uh okay so look a couple weeks ago my husband had a couple of uh wisdom teeth pulled right so you have to buy all of those soft things so i had stocked up on all of these fucking like fruit smoothies and yogurts and puddings and everything and obviously he healed because it's just a couple teeth like it doesn't take that long so now i've got all these things in my fridge that like we need they're about to expire i don't know how this where this is going okay so well no so i had (laughs) fruit so i had i had this like strawberry fruit smoothie thing um like one of those naked juices and i was like all right i need to, so i just i oh, added no. some vodka to it I and then i added no, some no. seltzer <laughs> and then i added some seltzer oh, no 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 um <laughs> and i'm already work. half it's it's not the no. <laughs> mistakes were made and i'm already no. halfway through it and i'm kind of like at some point it's going to be done and i don't know where we're going to be at the podcast and i don't know if i'm supposed to go get more or just be like you know what i survived I'm done. Wait, I do, I just, you, do I go get a beer? Do I go get a lager? You suggested perhaps that this wasn't the first time you've did you've done that. No, I said I don't make the same mistake twice. This is a brand oh. new mistake. Oh, this is your first <laughs> mistake. Uh, this is how I ended up here. I, okay. I if I had known this was going to happen, I right. probably wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I would no, have done something different. I. This is also why I have a hard time. This is my drinking thing. I don't do the same thing over and over again. Which is why I usually never remember what brand of wine I bought. Right. I never and, remember. God. Yeah. I've just barely started remembering, but I, not really. And yeah, <laughs> with cocktails, it's like I try something and then I'm like, that's terrible. But then because I know that I'm not going to want to, like, I never remember what I did. So I guess sometimes I do make the same mistake twice because I've intentionally 
not remembered. <laughs> oh, I, so you make the mistake because you, but so you're making it for the first time. It again. feels like the first time. Yeah. And then I drink it. I'm like, oh no, I've done this. <laughs> um, I've done it, that before. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this is, I'm not, it's not pleasant. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound it. <laughs> Do not recommend. Anyway, I'm going to have, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> cheers. Well, at least you're going to finish it because. You have to. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna. It's weird because like you've got the vodka and the seltzer, which are light, but that fucking, the smoothie is thick. And so it's like there's two viscosities <laughs> competing in my It's like glass. one of those uh, cement mixers. The the yeah. shot yeah just yeah jeels in your mouth yeah <laughs> yeah that's gonna be fun <laughs> uh as for me i am uh boring again and did not have did not buy anything new so i had to find something in the magic uh whiskey cabinet and i found the bottle of michter's whiskey which has been sitting there and so i had to have a little bit of that in my pod java mug that sounds lovely. It does. It's pretty good. Um, all right. We should, we should probably get going. This no, week on the show, a lot of TV. Did you guys, wait, wait, wait. Did you guys notice what I did? What'd you do? I, I extended Did you it. add something? No. He did. No. Oh, yes. Something oh, I accomplished. You... Yeah. I take oh, full credit for. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Go ahead. FX on Hulu has been officially scrapped and no longer exists. Yeah. Well, you it's realize just, this just balances out the fact that you single-handedly brought Manifest back. Right. Well, that's, yeah, sure. So, does that mean, I, I haven't read the article, but it's, is it, is this just a branding thing, or does that mean that there will be no... Oh, it's uh, just a branding Hulu. thing, yeah. Okay, so there, there will still be FX. FX shows that are exclusive to Hulu. I don't know. <laughs> I would assume so. Maybe they'll so. just air them on FX. Well, Dustin, when, when you... Made this happen, like bringing back Manifest. Did you not? Were you not specific with your wish on the monkey paw? No, no. I, I just wanted to get rid of the the brand. Okay. All right, hold on. Uh, FX Mark will move above the titles on all of its shows across Disney streaming services. Uh, blah blah blah. I'm reading through it. It doesn't seem mm -hmm. that important. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Branding will be phased out. Hulu subscribers will now find FX programming, including day after air shows from FX linear channels and exclusive original programming from FX in the new FX hub. So it's oh, just like any hub. other freaking channel. Right. Um, they do not seem to answer what, I mean, I think any of the exclusives will just remain there. Um, Right, so then they're just called F an FX show. But they're it's just on FX Hulu. shows. That's on and Hulu. then, yeah, and I'm assuming moving forward, you would only have FX shows. Like, I don't know that there would be an exclusive on Hulu. So, like, as an example, well, that, like, yeah, Reservation but, Dogs was a was a an FX on Hulu right. original. Like, no. it was not Are they on required the to that put it on That FX? didn't air? I don't think so. I think it was only on I Hulu. I thought it aired. No. Did it? No, I think it was on Hulu, too. Well, that, I mean, that show's coming back, so they'll yeah, have to right. wear it, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't say. I guess, theoretically, they could just put things on and... Yeah, it wasn't... Again, they have, like, one exclusive. night of programming a week. Why not just put the other stuff on any other night instead of, like, a rerun of Armageddon? Well... 
it does actually like lead you into like other issues about like licensing and what you're paying people okay, and, but like, it's it, FX. like if it's right but i mean you, like don't it, you get licensing for the all of well, XR, fx well but as an example the, the uh the fees that you have to pay as a studio or a uh, change based on whether or not it originally aired on uh cable or network Versus right. whether it originally aired on a, on a streaming service. Yeah. So that that kind of stuff actually does make a difference for them. And things are still getting more money for appearing on cable instead of streaming? Because it's a quantified, because you can say, like, this is how many times it showed uh, per month or whatever like that. With streaming, mm -hmm. it's harder to quantify that. Part of this is just that the legal side of it hasn't caught up, which is right. why you're getting these loopholes with, like, Scarlett Johansson's fee for Black Widow because it ended up not going into theaters. It was only on streaming, like, whatever. Um, this, I think, will get ironed out. But, mm -hmm. the, yeah, I mean, there is, there is a part of the... It's kind of that chicken egg situation where it's like the newer the media um the more the the slower the legal side is to catch up which mm -hmm. means you have more room for there to be you know essentially abuses right and because you can get away with those contracts being you know right because it has tight it it's financially yeah right it hasn't been explicitly negotiated that like oh you're going to get this minimum amount of money or you're going to get this or that or you know yeah. this kind of uh residual payment or things like that so especially for streaming that's where that's where the the biggest loopholes have been right now right and because it, you know even though we say streaming like yeah okay it seems like streaming has been around for a long time but streaming was always until fairly recently it was a, it was a second window it was a rerun Right. They were getting shows, you know, if it was their own originals, that was fine. Um, they would work it out, but it would have to be a fee that would be competitive against that show right. going to a network. Um, and then, but other than that, it was always stuff that aired elsewhere and then was coming over. So they were only dealing with second window fees. Right. It was going to be cheaper no matter what. Right. Um now that there you're in this this something like an FX on Hulu where it's like okay well it's because we're not airing it on our linear we're putting it exclusively on the streaming like that's yeah that leads to some to some fuckery and it makes it more financially viable until all the agents and lawyers catch up and realize they need to to nail down what that means right, right. Anyway, congratulations, Dustin, to getting rid of the uh, FX on Hulu no, no, brand. No. Congratulations to all of you. <laughs> what you're what you're saying is you're welcome. To all yes, of exactly. I still say that you're just. This is just a karmically neutral move because you do. You, it's your balancing out manifest. <laughs> and and you did make La Brea the biggest hit of the I year. I did. I did. So. It's coming back you for did. a second season. <laughs> it is, and it was the finale. This. This that's week, right. Yeah. Um, yes. You want to well, go? that's a good enough segue. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's... Into the sinkhole for the last time for a little while, Plonk. Plonk. With Dustin, <laughs> the La Brea season finale uh, was last week, but we, you know, obviously the way that we record, we didn't get to talk about it last week. So, Dustin, what what are we in for next season? What, what have we been set up for? Uh, okay, so... 
basically there were some sort of musical chairs going on uh, where uh, three people uh, stuck in 10,000 BC uh, found their way to 1988 and then three people in the present uh, jumped into a porthole back into 10,000 BC. Um, which means, for instance, that Gavin, the ex-husband, mm -hmm. uh, he existed as a 12, existed as a 12 year old in 10,000 BC. And in this episode, he goes to 1988 so that he can grow up 34 years later, uh, and then lose his wife to the sinkhole and then go back into the sinkhole himself. Only now in Seattle instead of Los Angeles. So he has to get 1,200 miles next season with no cars. Why did he do that? Well, he, he, <laughs> he reasoned that, you know, being in a sinkhole in 10,000 BC is uh, 1,200 miles away is better than not being in 10,000 BC. I mean, that's not right. Well, he wants to go back for his wife, although I don't know. I, he now she's has a map. On him. No, she, yeah, true, yes. But he has a map now, and that map shows like when certain um, time holes open up. So basically, the show is now about people jumping through time. Oh, okay. But okay. is his 12 year So his 12 year old self got sent to the 80s. Yes. Which is what was supposed to happen. Which mm -hmm. is what, yeah. Okay. And so that opens up so that it won't be... Uh... Right. The only uh, weird thing, the only difference is this time his son went with him. So his teenage son went to 1988 with his 12-year-old dad. Oh, that's dark. That's, uh, I mean, that that's yes. how it's dark. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. It is completely dark now. So the the son... Who fell into the sinkhole with the mom at the beginning? Yes, is in 1988 now, with his dad, who is right. younger than him. Yes. Okay. And then where did Natalie Z end up? She uh... still in the past, right? Yeah, she is okay. still in the past. Yeah, she stayed where she's at. Okay. Why did the son go to 1988? He didn't mean to. He was standing too close to it when another person went in. How about the heroin? Heroin. They forgot about the heroin. Nobody cares about the heroin. After anymore. all of that. After all that. <laughs> After all that, they forgot. Well, about but it. heroin guy's mom died, right? The oh cop. yeah, that's right. Uh, the gone. cop did die. The, yeah, at the in the finale. Okay. Oh. What about John Cena? He's there. He didn't die. I don't think he did much. Okay. As I can recall. I think he... Yeah, no, I don't think he did much. Where did his daughter go? I don't remember. No, nope, I okay. don't remember. Unless Who was yeah. the third person to go to 10,000... Or to 1988? That's what I'm trying to think now. Oh, wasn't it Lily or Ellie or Ellie? Right, yeah, Ellie did. Oh, yeah, Ellie, Gavin, and uh, Josh. Wait, who's Ellie? She was... Uh, Lily. Lily, who grows up to be Ellie. Lily, who uh, who had the uh, uh, who was abducted. And she's the woman who they had to go find in 2021. Yes. At one point to be like, it starts with 1988 and this woman. Yes. Okay. But there's and, there hasn't been now any... that woman is going into the sinkhole to. <laughs> 
Antoine. She would see herself, <laughs> except herself just left in 1988. Right, because mm-hmm. they can't, yeah. But now so there's the, a lot of speculation that the, 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 the her older sister or faux sister might be Rebecca Aldridge. Oh. Yeah. So, like, here's my thing. Uh-huh. If this went totally like, Dan, did you ever watch Dark? No, but the two of you have described it to me in ways that made me think that that shows crazy. It but I, like in a fun way. Well, yeah. But so here's my, like, I would respect the hell out of it if it really started going like Dark, where it's like, oh, yeah, this character goes back in time and, and you know, grows up to be like this other character's parent and but is at for a while like existing at the whatever like if it got into all the family weirdness right but like that wouldn't would that fly on american network television like i feel like it like the show might hint at it but it's never it won't be able to go full dark i don't think it will go full dark but the timeline stuff is very very similar yeah i mean certainly getting there but it can go it can get it's, it's not gonna confusing get... enough yet. No, it's not yet, but it's going to get there because there's just going to be, I mean, it's going to be reveal after reveal, like people in 10,000 BC finding out that they're actually from another time somehow. Yeah. And I mean, it just, the, the map seems to be opening up the yeah. the possibilities for next right. season if there's all these other holes, but do, do they know where the holes, where in time the holes connect to? Uh, I think, yeah, well, some of them, I guess. I'm not sure. I mean, they knew that the one about 1988. Well, right, because they had experienced that one. But if they have a map of time, they must know where in history. Yeah, must have said, yes. So I think maybe Rebecca Aldridge has been collecting all of this information for, like, decades. Do you think there will be a hole that opens up? Onto Noah's Ark, so they can get a piece, <laughs> so they can get a piece of it to experiment on. I don't know. I, that would be amazing, truly amazing. <laughs> so, who went from twenty twenty one to ten thousand BC besides the Gavin. husband Gavin? Um, Lily Ellie. Okay. Oh, and the daughter. Okay, I was going to ask, yeah, yeah, that was my next question, what happened to the daughter? So the daughter's now in 10,000 BC. Right. But the son is in is the 80s. In 1988, yes. And mom is in 10,000 BC. Yes. But with her, with the guy she was cheating on. Yeah. Oh, that's but gonna be they're also 1,200 miles right. away. Okay. But, you know, they can ride bully mammoths, which now exist in La Brea, as well, I they, told you. They always existed. No, okay, yes, yes, but we I finally saw an actual legitimate <laughs> woolly mammoth and not a giant sloth that I confused for a woolly mammoth. But you only knew for sure because you had captions on. You had the captions on. That helped, yes. <laughs> it said, like, mammoth trumpet. Yes, yeah. yes. So like, okay, so I guess that's a, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Oh, what happened to Ione Sky? Oh, my God, I don't know. She hasn't been seen or heard from in, like, five episodes. Oh, okay. Weird. That's weird. So she's just off doing other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Maybe they just had her around in case. I have no idea. He was completely pointless this season. Maybe she, uh, Do you think 
she'll come back? Like, is her character the kind of character that Well, could... she's... I mean, they could bring her back, but if they needed her, but she's certainly not. She's the aunt. She's Gavin's there... sister. Well, won't but... she wonder where her whole family is? <laughs> yeah. And, but... and try to fall into a hole to find them? <laughs> Maybe, but I don't think anybody cares about her at all. Is she not secretly anybody else? Or is that possible? Well, that, yeah, they might be holding that in reserve. Right. I just she, mean, like, there's, is there anyone the right daughter. now that seems like, oh. Uh, does she look like the daughter? Does she only have, uh, she does uh, Did she have a leg oh. uh, well, yeah, yeah. thing? Her, her daughter, and the daughter has a prosthetic leg, right, so right, I don't right. think that's her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and I guess the mom would have remembered. Yeah, I just. She grew up with right. her sister. <laughs> and I don't think that she's going to get <laughs> incesty because it's on network TV, but, you know, which is the sort of. Gross, interesting part about dark. Yeah, it was always it a, that line yeah, of, of yeah. incest where it was like technically wasn't, but let's but, yeah yeah. How does that work? The woman who had a daughter that went back in time and gave birth to the woman, so her daughter was her mother. <laughs> yes, that is <laughs> the best. It's anyway. uh, it's incest like uh, it's close to incest like my parents. Incest adjacent. <laughs> yes. Right. My parents were cousins by marriage, which is not a thing. It's yeah, it's fine. Right. Mm. It's adjacent. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel right, but it is. But it, it's it, well, it's not wrong. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it doesn't have to be right. It just has to be not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just weird. Right. Speaking of weird, <laughs> I feel like that's a good segue, even though we're going all out of order uh, from what I thought. Well, I mean, kind of, but uh, how to with John Wilson. <laughs> oh. This is mostly just a PSA to say that the show is back. Uh, and also we, we'll discuss a little bit, but um, it's on HBO. It is the second season of... Uh, if, if you didn't watch last season, it was, it was one of the really kind of like delights of last year uh, and continues to be. Um, John Wilson is kind of a nervous New Yorker who mostly just shoots a lot of video and then they put together these episodes as, uh, you know, nominally about a particular subject and then kind of goes off into random directions uh, and his it's uh, narrated by his voiceover. Sometimes he's interviewing kind of random people he meets. Um, it's uh, it's produced by Nathan Fielder, so it has kind of like that style of of cringe comedy to it, but without kind of like the the meanness that was inherent right. in like yeah. Nathan for you. Um, well, uh, also, yeah. what Nathan for you wasn't so much mean. It was just I mean it kind of was, but it was just really awkward. This is a- yeah. Cheery awkward instead of right. uncomfortable awkward. Yeah. Right. And um, one other thing that, that I discovered this year, which I thought was fascinating, was that so the show does have a writer's room, even though I, I think a lot of it is driven by John Wilson and kind of like his personality. And, you know, he made shorts, short films before this that are very similar in style. So it's, you know, this is an extension of kind of work he was doing before. Uh, but the writer's room, besides having John Wilson and a couple other comedy writers, 
Um, this season, they added Susan Orlean, who wrote The Orchid Thief, <laughs> which is <laughs> a very strange, random addition. And Connor O'Malley, who, if you've seen any of his comedy, is also insane in a different way. <laughs> but um, but you're, And you've said you haven't necessarily felt their presence in the new season yet. Like well, so ever... we're, two, we're two episodes in, and I feel like it's... I just feel like it's hard to... At, at least in, in the first two episodes, his... The, the John Wilson point of view is so specific and feels like it permeates the whole project. Because, I mean, you know, he's the one shooting all the video. He's the... He does the narration. It's, you know... He's not the subject of it, but it is about him in a way, in as much as, you know, he's the person talking to everybody and doing the interviews and, like, you know, these are... When things happen, they're happening to him or around him, at least. Um, so it's... It doesn't... It, it's it's one of those shows that, like, you know, it doesn't... It makes sense that they have a writer's room because they're trying to structurally understand what they're putting together, but it's not... Like, it's not necessarily like they're writing him one-liners, you right. know, that suddenly yeah. sound like a Conor O'Malley joke, for example. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I was just kind of delighted by the fact that, one, that they've added two very weirdly specific names that you'd, you'd think, like, I don't know how that would even make sense. But, um, but also, the, the first two, they, they read the first two episodes of six for the season uh and it has been just as good as last season i think yeah do you think that maybe somebody just follows him around with a camera for like six months and then they just take all the footage and figure out how to splice it together and do an episode well i mean i don't know i'm curious how they how they how it changed for season two because season one it was made up from a lot of footage that he's had over years right oh yeah and so and so so like that was one of the questions coming out of the first season was like what is he going to do because he he kind of mined a lot of his you know back catalog of random footage yeah he, he tapped his um, reserves so yeah, like where do yeah. you go it, it's a little like the um if you remember like flight of the concords like season 1 they used almost all of their you know big songs by that just in the first season and then yeah they're like, oh, we have to record a whole new batch of songs if we want to do another season. And they did, and it was still great. But, you know. Uh, yeah. It's also why by the end of season two, they're like, we think we are done. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to do that again. Yeah. He's um, got no shortage of puke shots. Yeah. And also, one thing uh, one thing that I did read at the end of the first season uh, last year was they were talking about how um, the the HBO factor comes into play with, like, releases so it's like he'll go out and film whatever random stuff and there's just like a van of producers and assistants like where like as soon as he's done filming then like they jump out of the van and like get everyone to sign uh uh image releases so that they can be in the show and then if they're not then you know then they don't use it that's fine yeah yeah um but that's kind of it's almost like the the hbo muscle and money is logistical rather than um you know, because it, it, it looks, uh, I feel like it looks a little nicer this year, but it's not like, it's not like he's shooting four cameras all of a sudden, you know, right. in every setup. It's still him carrying his camera with him and like, you know, handing them a microphone when, when they talk. 
But does that mean like with season one, they had to go and ask like, hey, Kyle McLaughlin, like we're doing this show. You've never heard of it. There's a random <laughs> shot that we got of you that this this filmmaker got of you. God right. knows when uh, right. swiping into a turnstile in you know the subway. Mm -hmm. um, can we use it? Here's an image release because they must have been chasing people down after the fact. Right. They probably did. Using... Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they must have. Like, I would love to have been that lawyer, re like, reaching out to Kyle McLaughlin's agent to ask Kyle McLaughlin, like, you know, right. look, it's only there for, like, three seconds. It's this, just, it just happens to be you, and he happens to be This clip of you there. having trouble with your Metro card, with like your Metro everyone card. else has had. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's had that day yeah. where it just won't swipe. That's, yeah. Um, uh, but plus side, it's HBO, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah. And, and also, I wanted to... Uh, so we're going to get into a little bit of spoilers for the second episode, if we can. Just yeah. I, Is that I your really... second green state, Dustin? Third. Oh. Look just because I'm, I'm so excited about this. Uh, so the second episode, and Tori has already given her consent that we are going to spoil it. And yes. That's okay. Okay. So the second episode is called How to Appreciate Wine. And it, <laughs> uh, it starts with John Wilson basically talking about how you know, I mean, he's he's kind of an awkward, weird guy, and he's like, oh, well, you know, sometimes you want to hang out with friends, and, and what do you bring to a, to a party? And you always end up buying wine, but then you don't know anything about wine, and so it leads to conversations where, and then it's like him in a wine shop, and the guy's talking about the wine, and he's like, I don't, you know, his, his voiceover basically acknowledges that he has no idea what the guy's talking about, and doesn't make any sense, and then... Um, and it, it goes down this path for a while about like wine and like he goes on a, on a booze cruise to like wine taste and stuff like that. And then about halfway through the episode, it takes this hard pivot into <laughs> him talking about how, cause he talks about how like, Oh, part of this is like, I just want to be accepted. And like, when you just agree with people, then they accept you. And then you're in this group and then he's like, Oh, that kind of reminded me of how like in college, I wanted to be accepted, and so I joined an acapella group. And so he talks about how he joined an acapella group, and it's like, oh, this is a weird story. What's happening here? And he has, like, old archive footage that he's found of him in an acapella group, and it's like a very awkward, you know, college acapella group and whatever. Right. And he's like, they all told me it was cool, but, like, you know, I think it was kind of lame. And then, Except for this one time, we went to this acapella, like, competition or, like, like uh, conference. And they go to the conference, and the... <laughs> It turns out this acapella conference was being thrown by Nexium, like the cult Nexium. <gasps> and you see uh, the, Keith, the Keith Rainier. Keith Rainier is there, and you see uh, what's her Allison name? Allison Mack. Allison Mack. What? And, yeah. and so and so it turned out that they had created this this acapella conference to lure in acapella groups, <laughs> and they don't. This part is just like conjecture, but like. John Wilson's like his theory is that being in an acapella group already meant that you were already yeah, susceptible yeah. to joining a group like this. And so it turned out the whole acapella thing was mostly about trying to lure people into Nexium. Wow. And it was in it was just like insane, crazy turn. And then and then that segment of the story kind of ends and he just moves on. It goes back right. to wine. Well, no, and no, he goes no. back to, well, he goes back to like the present, but. Oh, okay. Um, oh, wait, but then there's, he goes back, but then he like joins up. He, instead of becoming a wine person, he becomes the energy drink person. Yeah. Yeah. So he, and, yeah. But he so connects he starts with talking a about guy called Bang mm -hmm, Energy Bang Drink. Bang Energy. Which I feel like is 
also an MLM? Is that like a pyramid scheme? I don't know if it's a pyramid scheme, but like he, it so, he, like so he ends up, he ends up back in the present and he's like, oh, wine, I don't understand. He's basically like, I don't understand wine. I don't know, you know, how this works. I remember liking energy drinks and he ends up at the beach and like there, there's like a beach cleanup kind of being run by a bunch of like, you know, you know, like the people who you see, like they hire attractive people to hand out like free energy drink, right? Yeah. So there's a group doing that, except they're also doing a beach cleanup, and they're for Bang Energy. And so he starts looking them up, and he's like, oh, this energy drink reminded me of, like, when I used to drink energy drinks. And then he finds out, like, the CEO and, like, finds his name and then finds his address and then goes to his house. Like, lives in a compound. He lives in, like, a compound, and they just kind of, like, wave him through because he's like, oh, this is weird. And then he (laughs) ends up parking there. And he's like, I realize that I'm in Florida and like, you know, they can shoot you for not being on their property, for just being on their property and not being invited. But I guess I was like, well, I'm already here. And he walks in and he's filming as this happens. And he walks into a birthday party slash baby shower for the guy's wife, who is much younger than him. (laughs) And no one like bats an eye and they're all just kind of like, oh, there's a person here. And then he talks to the, the founder and then he's like, uh, and the founder is kind of like, like it, it, at least the way it's edited, it plays out like he's very skeptical of what the fuck's going on. And this guy just wandered in. But then when he in- invokes the name of HBO, then he's very excited. He's like, oh, HBO is here. And he like gives him a tour and talks oh about God. his stuff. And like every time he, every time he like asks him a question, he like pivots it into like a, a bang energy drink talking point. About like, oh, uh, this flavor is great, or that flavor is great, or we're just launching this new product, or whatever. And <laughs> it's it's so crazy. Oh God, like it's, it's not a. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I don't know anything about energy drinks. I assumed that that was like a pyramid scheme drink, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's a Bang is a huge. I'm, I looked it up. It's the third biggest selling <laughs> energy drink behind behind Monster and Red Bull. Did you think it was like gut milk or whatever the thing? From no, I just thought it was like he was selling. Like, uh, cases out of the fizz, you know, his compound. No, but the and guy has, like, a huge house. and like, Yeah, I know. I just yeah. thought it was, like, a pyramid scheme. <laughs> because uh, it so- the bang thing sounded like a cult. It, well, it did. Um, I mean, just because, like, it's a very, like, he's very, he has a very, like, I guess, charismatic energy and, like, I don't know. All the all the people who were he selling for him looked like a cult leader. Yeah, and the people <laughs> selling for him were all very like, "Oh no, he's cool. He like invited us to a party right. and stuff like that." And, and so, so like that Where was, we drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, it was it's it's energy just a, drink. Anyway, it's just a fascinating, uh, very yes. funny episode, and like has like all of the sweet awkwardness of John Wilson, but then had that Nexium segment just like what? stuck in the middle <laughs> as like a hard pivot that also made sense, and then also ties into the end. Like it's, it's just a, it's just so well put together and and uh, and and fun, and you should watch it on HBO or HBO Max. On Fridays it airs. On Fridays, yeah. That's awesome. It lost its Sunday slot. What's yeah, but the Friday slot is better for those weird, weird things. Yeah, yeah. Um, less pressure. Yeah. Also, it's just I don't know. I don't know how they do it because it's such a. It's just such a wonderfully weird show. <laughs> and I don't like it. The idea of thinking about like, oh, here's how we. How do we create this? 
story from nothing. Like we have thousands of clips and little pieces and random bits and like how do you, like it feels like you would just stare at your your pile of footage and be uh paralyzed. Right. Yeah. Because it'd be like how do we do this? We have everything. We can basically look for like any kind of footage we want. And so how do we put that into a thing? You bring um, in Susan Orlean. Susan Orlean and Connor Mel. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, speaking of things that I just wanted to wanted people to be aware exist in the world, um, I'm assuming neither of you watched this, but uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. Nope, didn't nope. see it. No. So Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which was uh, rudely canceled at the end of season two, yeah. uh, back in May. Oh my god! Okay, it was rude. It was very rude. It, there was so much more story to tell. Was there? Uh, there, there was because they they turned it into a Christmas movie after uh, the movie was purchased by Roku as the first Roku original uh, content. So, uh, so they made a ninety minute uh, Christmas Roku movie. commercial. Uh, no, oh it's a it's a it's a long episode of Zoe's, or, oh, mm-hmm. which was which was good. Like it, if you like the show, you'll you'll like the movie. It has that you know, it's very much in feel. It doesn't feel like I don't know what their budget was, but like it doesn't feel like you know oh because it's Roku all of a sudden they had no money right. kind of thing. Like it feels it's just as the quality is up there and it's great. And in fact, there were a couple of shots that they were like in much bigger spaces where I'm like oh they they like. Spend some money on this. How yeah. much should they um, spend on the music rights? That's the important uh, thing. Well, they always spend a lot of money on the music rights. But, but also the Christmas songs. music. Like. Yeah, oh, so they did Christmas some Christmas songs. music and still some like giant pop stuff. Um, but they, they did... Uh, so I don't know if you remember, but the at the end of the what was now the series finale, uh, the big cliffhanger was that uh, Skylar Aston's character... Uh, he went to New York. Got... No. No. He what? left. Didn't he? No. Did he not leave? No, he what? No, he doesn't leave and he gets his powers. He he gets her powers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, really? And that, like that's like the very last scene of So the, they both the sing hear, so he, hear he other can, people's feelings? He can hear other people's feelings. And so um so a lot of their arc over the movie is like them and this has been explained in interviews by uh, Austin Winsberg, the creator, that like that would have been like his arc for season three is like why is this happening? How is this happening? What does it mean? And like bonding and they, with her, like as does yeah. she have to like explain to him, like yeah, this is a thing that happens. Yeah, and so they so they condense that down that arc down basically for the movie. So um, so they they address it in the movie in a way that's um, really nice. And do they end up together? Uh, well, they were already together oh. by the end of season two. So they are they are together in the movie. Yes. And hearing people's thoughts. And both hearing people's thoughts. Um, which Run also duets. leads to... Uh, well, it leads to really interesting uh, song numbers where they can both hear each other. And so they're they're going back and forth singing their feelings. And it's different songs because they're in different places at that moment. So it's like, you know, one of them is singing one thing and one of them is singing the other. So it ends up being kind of like a mashup. Oh. Um, because they're because you know they're at at that moment they're at dramatic they're odds of, yeah <gasps> i like it so that was that was cool um do i need roku if i want to watch it well so roku you can watch the roku channel stuff for free online which is what i did um, okay 
but you can't put it on an Apple TV or like there's no Apple TV app, I guess. Who uses for some that? Reason. I don't have that. Well, I have I, a Chromecast. Can I cast oh, it? Like well, you can, can cast probably the cast window. It. You can definitely cast the window at least. Yeah. But okay. uh, but I just watched it on my on my uh, computer and uh, enjoyed it very much. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, Jag isn't it? The guy from Jag. The guy from Jag. Yeah, the guy who played Jag in the TV in show Jag. Jag. Yeah. You who watch Jag? I don't know. No. Who did well, no, watch Jag? That show was on forever. I what? well, because I because he was in it, and I I recognized the face, but I was like, who is that? And I looked him up, and uh, it was Jag. Uh, David James Elliott is the actor's name. Yes. Huh. Uh, and, and you yeah, knew that I, too, Tori. Huh. I, well, I remember. It was an NBC show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... He's in Heels, Dustin. He is? He's Tom Spade, whoever that is. <laughs> oh, Tom Spade, I believe, is the dad. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. Wow. So, um, yeah. Huh. It was only on NBC for one season, and yep. then it went to CBS. Yep, that was like the big... Uh, the big uh, failure for NBC because they canceled it. It went to CBS, and then JAG uh, led to uh, NCIS. Yeah, it just took and off. so it's like there's like twenty years and multiple franchises of TV that NBC lost out on because they canceled JAG. Yeah, they also turned down The Walking Dead. By the way, they they uh... that makes sense though. I mean, no, just no, no, in terms no, no, of like been... they wouldn't have. Their yeah. their response was, "We loved the show." Could you make it, but without zombies? Oh, <laughs> well, that's a that's a tough note. Yeah, I mean that's a but also that's great feedback. She can just be like, sure. no, yes. I literally can't. <laughs> right. Oh my god, they had the finales this week of the Walking Dead spinoffs. Not that you guys care. I'm just gonna. I won't talk about it. Well, Why, all I what? saw was that Kim Dickens is coming back. Oh yeah, Kim Dickens is coming back. But... So she isn't dead. Apparently not. I mean, she okay. clearly died, but she is not dead. Right. What do you, how, how? What do you mean she clearly died? In the fourth season, she was killed off the show. Much to her dismay, Kim Dickens' dismay. And uh, but they're trying to get fans to come back to the show, so they're going to, guess, concoct some way to bring her back. Oh, Forgotten Twin? No, no, it'll be her. We didn't actually. I see... love Forgotten Twin. Every we didn't time. see her I... body. Oh. She was like surrounded by uh, fire and zombies, and the whole she sacrificed herself. I mean, that was the whole thing. But we didn't see her body, so I guess a helicopter could have flown over and pulled her out. Uh, piloted, of course, by right. Andrew Lincoln. Yes, of course. Yeah. But no, no, oh, I do right. briefly need to mention what happened at the end of The World Beyond, which ended okay. its two-season run. It's done. It's over. Nobody cares about the show. The show had nothing to do with anything. It sucked. <laughs> Just a complete waste of time. But there was a post credit scene, which is funny because it had nothing to do with the show whatsoever. Okay. But the post credit scene uh, does have, like, the scientists watching videos on our laptop of Dr. Jenner, do you, uh, who was uh, Noah, uh, the, the Americans guy, Stan Beamer. Noah Emmerich. Right. Do you guys remember Dr. Jenner from the first season of The Walking Dead? The CDC no. guy? No. Do you remember them going to the CDC? Yes. I do remember them going to the CDC. Okay. Well, Wait, didn't he die? Yes. 
Yes, oh. but this uh, French <laughs> scientist, this French scientist, is just watching old videos uh, of him, and he's explaining, you know, what's going on in America. Uh, they're trying to find, they're studying the the virus, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. A guy walks in with a gun, and ba this French scientist, they're in France. The other guy is French. They're speaking in French, and basically, we find out that French scientists were responsible for the origin of the virus. Oh. They were doing some experiments or something. And in the course of trying to fix their mistake, they created another variant that appears to be the major strain in at least France, if not all of Europe. But we oh know this, God. exactly. <laughs> we know this because uh, the guy who walked in on the French scientist, because they're like, they killed all the scientists because they created this. They're like, fuck you. And he shoots her in the head. But even after being shot in the head, she reanimates as like a fast superhuman zombie sort of thing. So they've got crazier zombies. Yeah, I guess that's what's coming next. And when did this, when in the timeline does this take place? It does, it doesn't say, but I'm assuming like, like in the present, the Walking Dead present. Which is so this is so this scientist was watching videos from years and years yes, ago. Yes. Yes. Okay. But the but the variant has never been seen until now. Uh, well, the, the fast zombies. Yeah, I don't know. They don't really. Well, it just hasn't crossed the ocean. It's been. It seems right. like that's the dominant. Uh, it's okay. unclear. But the fact that she died and then turned into a super zombie suggests that that's the major variant in France. Did they kill the super zombie or no? No. The last we see her, she's just like banging on a steel door and, and it's making like dents in it. Oh, okay. And then the credits roll again. This could be like uh, something leading into another spinoff or into the Rick Grimes movies. Nobody knows. Rick Grimes goes to France. Well, I mean, <laughs> he quit because he didn't want to leave home. So, you know, France is a lot closer to Britain than um, Georgia. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they'll do a Rick Grimes spinoff movie set in France. Well, I guess they could do England. Yeah. And I don't know how he got from Georgia to England. But... Well, how did he get from Georgia to anywhere? Boats. Yeah. Well, Plane. didn't they get picked a up by a helicopter? Yeah, yeah so they a got, helicopter. They got fuel and stuff. It's fine. Mm. I don't know. Can't be that I think, hard to. I think pilot. it all makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Oh, and and fear. Besides Kim Dickens coming back, one of the characters, like the main character, uh, she got bit by a zombie and she cut off her arm too late and she got the zombie fever, but she recovered, but her arm is still infected. So now it's like, oh, is this another variant? Is she some sort of weird uh, aberration? Because she's had, like, the infection for months. And she says she's eventually going to succumb to it. But she hasn't yet. Is she the first person to not die and become a zombie? Like that? I mean, in that way. Right, yes, yes. Hmm. Okay. Nobody's ever survived the zombie fever. Hmm. Interesting. Kind of. It just also seems like, oh, people are really tired of our shit, so we better think of like 
new stuff real quick. So we're going to yeah. bring back Ken Dickens, create a super zombie, and allow people to survive zombies. Oh, and there's also a suggestion that zombies have residual mere memories. That came up in this episode, too. So they can remember being alive a little bit? Something like that. They're like, they want to follow the zombie to like a place where... They're trying to find a place, and the only place that the only person that knows it is this dead guy. So they're just following the dead zombie to see if it takes them there. And it does. That's unclear. I think. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Ten years of The Walking Dead, right there, right there. <laughs> well, that's that's a good catch up on The Walking Dead if if you are interested. Um. From <laughs> says uh, no one. Well, <laughs> people still watch it. Uh, sure. From uh, from zombie brains, it's time to go to Doctor Brain. <gasps> oh my That's god! That's a heck of a segue. Which I guess Dustin has what been watching. A show! I wish, I really wish I'd heard about that before. Oh, you son <laughs> of a! I just stumbled upon this great show on <laughs> Apple called Dustin. Dr. I know you are joking. See, but this also, is the problem with being able to hear Dustin. It's been confirmed. <laughs> By third parties who listen to this show, hi JS, that you definitely were excited after Tori told you about it the first time. Well, well, I was <laughs> even more excited the second time because I actually watched it. <laughs> and you liked it. I do. I do like it. It's How nuts. far into it? I, I'm, I'm caught up. There's just the one episode left this week. Yeah, right? Yeah. The last episode, you're like, what? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so it's not too weird for you. No, there was a moment or two where I was like, oh, it's getting... Uh, the cat thing. The cat thing was like, oh, the cat. Oh, really? man. But that's so good. It keeps yeah. coming back. And you're like, yeah. cat reflexes. <laughs> when he falls off the building, yeah. I'm like, yeah, because he's got cat-like reflexes. <laughs> that was a bit much. Oh, but, you mean uh, like like the Catwoman movie? Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. He okay. he brain synced with a cat, and now he's got cat reflexes. Only when it is, you know, necessary, necessary. for the plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, see, Dustin, I had the bigger problem with the first episode. I thought it was, there was too much melodrama in the first episode. Like, the way it starts uh, with how the, the doctor as a kid, his mom dies. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, that's his tragic backstory, but now we'll get to the actual thing, and it's like, he's a brain doctor, and blah, 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 and then it's like, oh, it's a shame about his family, and then it cuts to like, you know, and his son blew up, and his wife's in a coma, and I'm like, okay, there's just entirely too much tragic backstory to this guy. And of course you find out that like the wife and the kid, like that's all not backstory it's all active to like what the show is about but yeah it felt like a lot jammed into the first episode of like this man's life is miserable <laughs> it's it's i i like it a lot uh and i've watched you know the squid games and then i watched uh hellbound is that hellbound yeah yeah but i i watched a lot of these shows and we were talking for the podcast like differences between america and the uk and they have the panel shows and we we don't know how to do that and they don't know how to do sarcasm and i feel like south korea does this like this this brand of like really weird but i often wonder if this were in english would it be like la brea 
It's just like really fucking weird, mm. but we love it because it feels, I don't, you know? Yeah. They're, well, it's always hard too. Cause like, what are we, we're only seeing very specific exports. Right. Like, so is Netflix buying, or in this case, Apple TV, are they just, you know, uh, I think Squid Game was a surprise. Hellbound and Dr. Brain had like uh, creators that were recognizable. Oh, okay. In so far as like Americans are aware, like they're, right. you know, they come from recognizable um, Korean talent. So that, right. that helped. Well, all three shows um, are good, but all three shows are really just different. high concept premises. Yes. And that are executed well, but they're still like sort of, I don't know. They're, they're big swings. Yeah, but sort of in, in, in a way that a manifest or a libreo might also be a big screen that doesn't work here to us because we understand English. But if it's another language, then it feels, you know, how it, 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 it feels more... Are you more, saying it feels smarter because you're reading subtitles? Yes, I'm kind of saying that. But at the same time, you're reading the subtitles and you don't know the exact translation, obviously, or how well they're getting it. But it, some of the dialogue, you're like, Ugh, that's, that's not great dialogue. Well, so one issue that has been commented on quite a bit is that the, the translations, the subtitle translations right. are not good. And, and it's a, yeah, so it's hard to tell if this is like bad dialogue or if it's a bad or it's bad translation exactly. Mm -hmm. um, I think the other thing that's interesting, and again, I'm like I'm gonna go back to my favorite, Sweet Home. Like a lot of these are based on webtoons or web comics, so they've already got this like proven. It's almost like the the way we're adapting every comic book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like every graphic novel, whatever. If it's The Boys, if it's Walking Dead, if it's whatever, like we're adapting it, like. There is a lot of these are coming from that tradition, but in a very like uh, Korean, you know, native way, which is, just, yeah, there's like a lot of webtoons and web comics, which it's not like they don't exist in the US or that we're not aware of them, but that's not like where we're getting a lot of our mainstream ideas from. Right. Um, but yeah, you have a template, you have, they're, they're high concept, they're very dramatic, and your whole plot is already done for you. Right. So. That was not the case, obviously, with Squid Game. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I am really enjoying. I like all of them. And I think it's I do. Also... I like them all, too. I just wonder if it's, I like them because I'm, for the same reason I like panel shows. Because they're just not, there's something about them that is, is different than what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Wildly different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's also like, I mean, I, I've been, I've been thinking about this. I mean, I've thought about this a lot just in terms of like, even like the movies I like and stuff from, from specifically from like Japan and Korea and, and Hong Kong. And, and I feel like the, the language barrier of barrier of it um, kind of, it gives you a certain level of distance if you're not fluent in the language that makes you like you're already removed from it a degree. So it, I, I think that actually makes you more open to accepting like weirder stuff. 
Yeah. Because you're yeah. like, oh, this is not my culture, so it's it's you know it doesn't it doesn't feel like my culture, but it never will. So right. So it's yeah. fine. It's just a different like it like it can feel it already feels foreign. So you're um, you know as long as you're open to like the idea that like oh this is going to be different than what I'm expecting, then it can it can kind of play in that space in a way that uh, that you wouldn't get in in something made here. I also think yeah. And I think, you know, similar to kind of what Dustin was saying with like the, it feels smarter because you're reading subtitles, which isn't what it is, but there is something about the right. fact that like all of these shows are inherently goofy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they really are and they are funny, but there there is a fluidity of, of being able to be both funny and serious that doesn't like, I feel like a lot of things have to fall into one bucket or we mm-hmm. have a dramedy bucket, which is. I mean, it's almost like succession where it's like it is both, you know, but there there is a there is a tone that all of these shows seem to strike where they can be completely ridiculous. It's almost like a it's almost a soap opera thing where they are simultaneously like very dramatic and very silly. Yeah, yeah. And just completely serious. And I love it. I don't Mm -hmm. think that I would would have liked an American version of either Hellbound or Dr. Brain. I think I probably would have hated them. Because they probably would not capture, the, I mean, like, they would have been made very differently because nobody yeah. would believe that Americans would buy that story as as presented, I think. I mean, the weird thing, I mean, Dr. Brain, like, some parts of it, um, Especially when he's like going into his wife's mind, like uh, like the minds are all very different, and so you end up with these different tones. Mm-hmm. Like it almost has yeah. like giallo lighting at sometimes, and like it's. Oh, I love that show. It is fun, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, so, are you going to watch Space Sweepers? Uh, I don't know. Maybe over the, the movie. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. I don't know. I'm, like I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I wanted to watch Space Sweepers. You still haven't seen it, Dan? No, I should. Oh my god, you guys! I know. Yeah, I'm behind. I know. I want to. Oh, you know what I did watch though? I watched one episode of Monkey Hit, uh, Hit Monkey, and I'm not gonna watch anymore. But because no, but we told you you can't stop at just the first episode Come because on. that's the setup. It's the right. it's where it goes from Come there on. when they're like partnered up. Uh. It ended up being a really good season. I, I mean, it's, it, no, I didn't. I don't have any complaints with the the first episode. Really, it's just no. The first episode was all set up. It's not mm-hmm. what but the it's show just is. Not my sh- kind of. Show. Oh my god, no! Didn't you I'll like? Watch uh, another one. Invincible. You liked, uh, you liked, yeah. yeah, I did. I did. Wait till wait till the monkey all and right. the ghost partner up. I'll give her another <laughs> shot. You got to give it another shot. There's but, an episode later in the season where they do the flashback to both of their, the, the monkey, well, no, the monkey tries to go back to a, uh, a monkey tribe while you get the flashback of the hitman and like what happened when he was a kid and how their lives are very parallel and like why they're perfect friends. It's so Aww. good. It's like a very touching, actual, very good dramatic episode. Hmm. All right, I'll give him another shot. And get him to the thing is, as much as I like Jason today, because I keep wanting to hear Jason Lee's voice out of that character. Also, he would have done a very good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of shows that 
vary their tone wildly. Oh, uh, that was from like five minutes ago, but uh, that's the segue that I decided on, and I did not change it. it in my brain. We're going right to uh, the dick pics, are we? Succession. Oh, the my God. penultimate episode. So um, good. So good. Uh, I mean, some of the some of the funniest stuff, some of the darkest scenes um, we've seen, I feel like, in the series. Uh, yeah. How do, how do you, like both devastating and cringy at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like, the, like, I laughed out loud God, more, but like, also oh. just like, oh. But, and what it means to Jerry. And it's like, oh, God damn. No. Right. No. It's well, and right. The, the fact that, so, spoilers, obviously. Yeah. Which, there's always spoilers, but anyway. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the, the Jerry and, like, the way that Shiv was, Talking to Jerry in oh, like shit, the, fuck you. in just like the is this gonna be a problem kind of tone and you know yeah verbiage, um, yeah telling her yeah how people will look at her like right. she's been managing this whole thing with Roman the whole for seasons and she right. had no idea like. Right. But um, also, but at the same time, it's like so Shiv was horrible in that scene, and she was awful to Tom. But oh, then yeah. you go back to the scene oh, God, with her and her so mother, bad. and it's like, oh my God, her mom, what a... Like, that scene where she's like, yeah. I shouldn't have had kids. Right. Like, oh yeah, you, you kind of get... Like, you both understand and are still like, but still, you're being real shitty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's, like, this through line, you know, like, mm-hmm. the, from that scene directly into her scene with Tom, and just walking right. in and being like, I want kids, and then, like, right. saying all that horrible stuff to Tom. Right. And being like, well, you can't, you can't ask me to talk dirty and not, and then renege. It's like, but that was, that yeah, was yeah, too, that was so things. real. Yeah. Hurt, yeah. I mean, she's gaslighting him there. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. oh, that, you know, you can't like tell me and then get upset. Like that's manipulative. It's mm-hmm. like, what? <gasps> and, and I mean, that's to say nothing of the, I mean, the, the whole episode is full of amazing, either cringy scenes or funny scenes or, or painful scenes but like the the sit down between Kendall and and uh, Logan <laughs> for dinner oh my yeah, god I mean it's one, well I mean it's it's so painful and just like but I I, I went and like rewatched it like I, I actually paused the episode and just rewatched it because like the the performance in that was so good yes. and so uh like I was in pain and I'm like this is not even about me or directed to me but I would feel so bad yeah. This was happening to me. I mean, it's uh, like their parents just being awful on both ends. But mm-hmm. yeah, that scene between the two of them. Oh. Um, and and Logan, just... Logan having the kid poison test the food. Right, God, that was right. so, oh, God. <laughs> you know. And you also, you sit there and it's like, and again, you know, it's something I keep coming back to is the idea that these conversations happen and the characters will be like right and horrible mm-hmm. and that scene between like they're they're both right and wrong and i think that like that scene between logan and kendall when logan is like you know you kendall's telling him like you're a horrible human being and logan's like oh i am because i've cleaned you know this horrible human being has cleaned up all right. of your messes right and it's like yeah like, Logan is a piece of shit, and yeah, also, Kendall, like, you have made a lot of mistakes, including killing someone. Right. And he's cleaned it up, so, like, and I just love the way all of that just kind of gets, like, laid out. Like, you're both right. 
Oh, that was a, yeah. It was an agonizing episode. You don't you don't see sort of and, mood swings that quickly. And that and the the dick pic scene. I'm I mean, sorry, that, like just like the, the range but, of emotions. But Kieran Culkin's responses when he realizes it, and he's just like hunched down in his chair, <laughs> yeah. looking like it's like not even what happened. It was his facial expression just killed me. <laughs> killed me and I think part of it also watching this episode having read that Jeremy Strong profile oh yeah yeah where you're hearing uh, the one that was what was that the New Yorker Mm -hmm. and you're hearing from like other cast members and stuff like that and and the idea of like uh, Jeremy Strong thinks that he's Hamlet and takes everything like deadly seriously and and Kieran Culkin being like no I 100% think this show is a comedy Right. As you go into the episode and you're literally watching it play out, like you're both right. Yeah. <laughs> like for Kendall, it is Hamlet, and mm-hmm. for for Roman, it's a you know you accidentally sent your dick pic to your dad. Like yeah. you're like, Puck. Like he's Puck. He's in a Shakespeare comedy, and 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 <laughs> you know Jeremy Strong is in a Shakespeare tragedy. Roman's turned into the tragedy there with. Oh. Poor, poor, I, I, Jerry, I, Jerry, uh, who's the actress? Jay Smith Cameron. Yes, yeah. she was on um, saying that the ninth, the final finale was going to be like a devastating and shocking. And yeah, now I mean, you're like, is it, are they going to take out Jerry? Not kill her, but like, is she going to get like. Is she gonna get fired? Oh, I guess we should talk about whether Kendall dies, but obviously not, right? Did other people I think will, that he so will? They, they don't show him in the preview, but I'm also kind of like, yeah. I, I was because I didn't watch it until tonight, and so I was seeing all the, you know, the buzz on Twitter or whatever, and people like hinting at it nah, poorly, I mean, and then I watched it, and I'm like, he's just fucking floating on a right. floaty. Like, like, how are all of you getting all like, oh my god, what if he died? Well, I think it's just because you can see the the like bubbles coming out of his mouth. So he's like, so it's like he is. His face is underwater, his, but like right. he it not like. Right, but it's just know. like, is this just imagery? Is it the fact that like, is he actually drunk in a way where like he could drown in this? Yeah. Um, is he like, incapacitated enough right, or not? Right. I don't. I don't think he is. Like this show does not tend to traffic in that kind of shock very often. So I, I feel like the answer is no, but like that he's not dead, that it's, it's not like he didn't yeah. accidentally or on purpose, you know, uh, die. But, yeah. um, but you know, they definitely, they definitely milked it in a way that's like, um, you know, by including by making sure that he wasn't in any of the uh, preview snippets. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm a little... So, on the one hand, like, I think, like you're saying, like, the show doesn't truck in it, but also, specifically, the show doesn't truck in consequences. Right. Like, they just kind of have this revolving wheel of events. And having a character die like that... I mean, we've seen Logan get horribly ill and not die over and over again. Right. Like that... Killing off Kendall would be a major break from that in when we've kind of set up this... And I'm not saying the show will never do that. I think at some point it probably has to, but we've we've definitely been lulled into a pattern of every season more or less the same things happening. Right. Um, 
But I do think it was interesting that earlier in the episode they have Logan at that dinner bring up, like, pointedly ask, like, you know, how long was that waiter underwater? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, bringing up that imagery of, like, you know, it wasn't, like, just the, like, oh, yeah, that guy you killed. It was, like, specifically, like, probing, like, you know, how long did you let him drown? Like, how long was he underwater? Right. There's so. a... There's an episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm that aired last night <clears throat> um, uh, where there's a method actor playing young Larry David in a sitcom, and he's reminds me of Jeremy Strong. He's like, the prop guy, the, the whole episode is about the prop guy going mad because uh, young Larry keeps demanding like the right potato chips, mm-hmm. the right mugs. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, these potato chips won't do. Um... And it reminded me of that. And then reading that article today, I was like, maybe he will die because they just, they don't want to work with him anymore. Well, I don't, I don't know if it would even be that they don't want to work with him. Cause I think that, I, it, that the profile was fascinating to me because as much as you you can easily be like, Oh my God, he's so like, what a loon. Like it's awful to work with him but on the other hand it's like even if you even if you want to say that his method is too extreme or whatever like it's hard to argue that in this one instance on yeah, this show he, it it works yeah. like he is it is you know I, I i even buy the argument sometimes where it's like if you have to go that method you're just not a good actor except that the combination of that actor and this role is absolutely sublime, right down to the fact that he's causing, intentionally or not, this division between himself and the other actors playing his <laughs> yes. family. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it. And so, like, I, I just love all the people being like, hey, he's, you know, what? You know, he's nuts. He's like, what an asshole or whatever. And I'm like, okay, fine. But, like, <laughs> this, it works for the show. Yeah, it does. Right. Like, yeah. And, and like, it's not... And it's not his method acting, it's the fact that he is a method actor that makes it so perfect. Right. And yeah, like I would 100%, like you couldn't write it better, the idea of the man playing Kendall fundamentally thinking that he's in a different thing right. from everyone else. Like just this is, a, this is not a comedy, yes it is. Like that is, that is the tension that you need. Like, that, that is the tension that is on the page, and the fact that it happens to also be off the page just yeah. makes it even better. Um, but it all, yeah, I think it does kind of, like, I, I am wondering if they timed that. Look, I don't think he's yeah, going to die. I don't, I don't think, think he's so drowning. Either. But it is but interesting the, fact, the timing, because he doesn't, the, like, have yeah. anything else. But right. they specifically are like, he's Hamlet or whatever, and I'm like, well, we all know what happens to him. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> like... But I mean, it's possible. But I, I feel like it would he's be the, interesting. The James Murdoch. Well, it's hard to say. Like by the end, like when they went to uh, um, Kendall in the pool at that at that particular moment before he like looked like he was drowning, I was thinking, oh, Logan's definitely going to go back to him because he's still like legitimately the only of the kids that could actually pull this off. That could actually right. run the company. Right. Because everything else makes clear that the other two are absolute horror right. shows. Yeah. And the other two doesn't even include uh, Connor. Connor. Right. Connor. <laughs> He's not even <laughs> contentious. Who is Connor's mom? 
I don't uh, met her. No, no, to I my don't knowledge, think so, right? we haven't. Yeah. Okay. And wasn't it interesting? They, we didn't actually see a wedding in that episode, did we? There's no, lots of stuff actually, about the wedding. You don't actually <gasps> want to see a wedding. No, no. We haven't even mentioned Pip Torrens. Oh, I know. I, I look at him like you. You don't have a penis on your head. <laughs> I feel so bad for that man because he has shown up in so many things and he's wonderful in all of them. And I feel awful that like his he's defining a, role for me is in preacher with the penis yeah, on his yeah, head. Like yeah. it's just I will always look at him and be like, "You have hair right now? Why?" Okay. He was in the he was in the Whedon's theme punk show. That what happened to it? Where did that show go? Oh, oh, it's it's, it's still around. From, yeah, yeah, for a second part, they it wasn't know, even a full first season. Are they they didn't get shooting the, it. They only wow. filmed the first half uh, before the break. I believe. Well, I know, but are they actually gonna film? I mean, supposedly they're supposed. It's supposed to be coming out next year. Oh, all right. Theoretically, well, that's a weird. <laughs> well, the second half of a season comes out two years later. Right. Look, it's pandemic. Well, I yeah. understand. Things have been things have been I don't tough. Think this not every not related. everyone can be you know John Wilson. Yeah. I feel like all the pandemic stuff has made it out, except for that Emmy Rossum series about that L.A. woman. I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Dan? The uh, bill- I believe you're talking about Angeline. Yes, yes. You have to remember, <gasps> Dustin, that... Oh, that the uh, woman with the Corvette? Yes. There, there was like <gasps> a trailer a, a year and a half ago for it, and then they had to shut down production, and then it's it was supposed to be in Peacock and nothing. I don't know. Well, you oh, have to remember that, uh, what's it called, um, TV shows don't, like, for for uh, streaming stuff, it can come and go. I mean, like, it can happen whenever it happens. Like, there's no, right. you know, yeah. they, they hold on to stuff all the time and just, like, don't care. I'm just saying that. That's supposed to come out next except year. Except for though. FX on Hulu, which can't hold right. anything anymore. Right. But Peacock's been out, what, a year and a half almost? And we've got two psych movies and no Angeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I bet those psych movies, you know, people were really excited for those. They are. I, I enjoyed both of them. I hope also, they have one uh, every fucking year. Speaking of uh, Peacock, uh, sad news from the Peacock world. They just uh, announced that they've canceled AP Bio, which is a bummer. But, That's true. But uh, they did release the MacGruber uh, That's true. Yes. So they giveth and they taketh away. Yeah. Oh, actually, speaking of AP Bio, so I watched the first two episodes I caught oh, up on. Um, always sunny. It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, and I feel terrible because, like, I'm, you know, I was really happy for Glenn Howard and I had this other show. But, mm-hmm. like, it's just so nice to yeah. have him on It's Always yeah. Sunny. And those first two episodes yeah. were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the first one where they explain that actually the the gang was crucially involved in a lot of all of the horrible things that happened in twenty twenty. <laughs> <Before it's come laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the the Frank doing the hair dye that Giuliani <laughs> Wait, that was who was crazy. who did they vote for? God damn it, no, I know. Well they Kanye. Oh, Kanye, that's right. So that's the right. whole time they won't yeah, say right. who they voted for, but they just keep talking about how, like, you know, he And it he sounds has, like, yeah. It, it, like, all of the, yeah, all of the hints mean, like, you would assume it's yeah. Trump, and the guy assumes it's Trump, and then it's at the end, they're like, no, we didn't vote for Trump. No, Kanye <laughs> was. Yeah, guys are, and that makes so much sense. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> and you, like, can't be mad at him, because, yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't um, vote for Trump, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... And two more seasons of uh, Mythic Quest, so yes, coming. So, 
maybe it, a now, power it now team is, can get a roll on that. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. It is weird now. I like. I feel like because I've watched so much Mythic Quest recently that then mm-hmm. watching uh, Rob in Holy like Sunny. as Mac. And, yeah. It, like I was kind of like, oh. <laughs> like where's all your like you know jewelry and the tight shirts and the like oh like yeah the the the, the, the cast is hosting uh, a podcast now weekly have you listened to it dan oh the you mean the mythic quest one no no it's or always, the sunny. always sunny one yeah. oh i haven't listened to that one. i listened to the mythic quest one and that one was great oh i'm kind of interested because in the it's always sunny no well they just started that one so they're starting at the beginning right are they doing like every episode? Jesus Christ! I I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. Wait, but. it's the cast talking about the show? Yeah, it's the Always Sunny. Yeah, it's the the gang. What? Um, I think they're well. I think at least the first episode was about the first episode, but it was that's the, brilliant. Was the first episode about them getting drunk? Uh, I saw a picture <laughs> and a little snippet on Instagram, so you know how these things. The Always Sunny podcast. So they're already up to seven episodes. Yeah, oh, they're they doing have. every. They're doing every episode because the first one was about the gang gets racist, which is the pilot. So, oh, oh my gosh, good for them. They'll be done in six years. Well, I guess I'm subscribing to this now. <laughs> not that. Well, they're only half an hour, so that's not that's not bad. Um, that's that's not like our podcast where we go well into. Oh, yeah. It'll be at almost ninety minutes. Well, they, um, I mean, but they only talk about one show. That's right. We talk about that's a lot true. of shows. That's I true. Mean, you we know. do. We do have much more ground to cover. So yeah, and probably I wonder if we outdrink them. Oh, mm. that'll be good to. That'll be a good measuring stick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you you listen and find out and see if they start the show with what are you drinking. Well, see, the, the, those shows, though, they're, like, professionally done, so they, they edit that stuff out, you know? They, uh, the interesting like, parts? Like a, yeah, the, the parts that the fans want, you know? Yeah. Um, it was like the Scrubs podcast, where I listened until they started talking about the episode. Oh. That Scrubs podcast is one of the most successful podcasts of, like, the year, apparently. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It was, it was good until yeah. they started talking about the episode. Wait, so you haven't, neither of you have listened to the, the uh, Mythic Quest podcast? No. Oh, you should listen to it. Yeah, I don't Quest like it. Besties. It, it, it's, it's all the, it's all yeah. the women and David Hornsby. I don't like TV podcasts. But it's oh them God, hanging Dustin. out and you can Dustin. tell that they're all friends, <laughs> Dustin. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. The banter? It's, is a, yeah, it's mostly banter. banter. Love banter. Are you the one who told us who, or did you, did you like straw man someone saying like your, your friend in quotes who says like they only listen to the banter and then they, they quit the podcast once <laughs> we get to the TV? Is this just like you no, no, no. trying to shape the direction of the show? Through your quote unquote friend, you don't have friends. No, I don't. don't. No, (laughs) it's it's only us. Only us. This is the problem with letting Dustin have audible audio. Yeah. (laughs) Now you wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to hear his bon mots. Like (laughs) all of this, all of this wittiness on his end would be, you know, crinkling and static. We've made a huge mistake, Dustin. Your audio has been. has been impeccable tonight. Oh, That's it's great. It's been this hatefully night. glorious. Yeah, like it's it's too good now, and I feel like now we need to do some, like I'll I'll filter it in a way that makes it worse. Right. Yeah. Wait, uh, what was the you... filter that you used on me? Male narrator noisy. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe maybe we can just go down to narration vocal 
which is uh, a much oh my God. more subtle filter. So, huh. what if we're all on the same filter because oh we're all more God. or less equal? Oh, that doesn't. What if right. we can have a true three-person podcast where we can all hear each other? That's wild. The best part is that we're resolving that uh, right before what's coming up over the next month, which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I. Can we get like a Foley? What are they Foley operators? The people who do the sound effects? Foley are the people who create sound effects. Sound yeah. effects, yes. We should get somebody in Dustin. Like we could, should, we should get Dustin's uh, son to do, like you know, get the coconut shells to clack in the background <laughs> uh, or like yeah. rustle over some stones <laughs> mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. just just add some, you know. That would be great. I haven't even heard Penny tonight. I know. I don't know what's going on. Maybe Penny doesn't like the podcast nook. She's staying away. Are you in a different room than you were before? Uh, I mean, it it is a different room, but it's right next to the other room. Hmm. But it's not Penny's preferred room. I guess not. Very professional. It is a professional operation. That's right. uh, Which is why you should have us advertise your products. Tori (laughs) will read anything, (laughs) as we've stated. I won't even look at it first. (laughs) I won't practice. That's that's for sure. Cold, cold reading. Uh, this feels like a good place to end. Uh, that's the show. Thank you, uh, Tori and Dustin, as always. Um, now that we are, I'm pretty sure we will be above uh, an hour thirty, uh, and uh, we should be back next week with another show. Maybe, maybe some surprises next week. We, we maybe. Could say. So hard to tell. Uh, we will we will see, but um, have a good night. Good night. Good night, everybody.